This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Do you think it's better to be always late or always on time? In this story, we find out that sometimes the answer isn't one you expect. It all starts on a planet a very long way away. Lapis 3 was a rather beautiful planet in the outer part of the Orion Nebula. Its seas were a deep blue, deeper blue than any sea on Earth, and the land populated with lush green rainforests, just impossibly green, full of plants and animals that you wouldn't find anywhere else in the universe. Three suns circled the planet, smaller than our own, but white bright. They all shone down on the surface and the Lapisians who lived there. If you like astronomy, you might think this sounds impossible. After all, don't planets circle their suns? It's not usually the other way around. The answer is, I'm afraid, a bit too complicated to answer in a story like this. But it was partly because Lapis 3 was a very, very large and heavy planet and the suns were much, much smaller. So what is a Lapisian, you might ask? Well, they're rather like we are, just shorter, and they look a bit, well, doggy. In the same way that if you trace our genes back, you find monkeys... The Lapisians had descended from a creature rather like a dog. This made them friendly and loyal, with a terrific sense of smell and great at catching balls. They didn't wear clothes because the planet was much hotter than ours. And so, even if they had heard about them, they wouldn't have thought they were a very good idea. It might sound quite nice on Lapis 3, and it was, but things were, well, a bit complicated. The gravitational pull of the three suns ebbed and flowed as they crisscrossed the skies and every three weeks the gravity was so strong that, well, folklore said that anyone on the surface would be squashed, squashed flat. So as the rush began, as they called it, the Lapisians would retreat to caverns far beneath the surface where they believed strange oars in the rock protected them. Charts had been drawn up over the centuries by Lapisians who didn't want to get squashed, presumably, and so it was possible to tell exactly when the danger was close, and a chime would ring out across the dazzling lands and the creatures would hurry into the shafts leading to safety. Now, Lapisians were, by nature, alert and punctual. They were never late, because being late, they believed, meant being squashed. But one Lapisian was a little different to the others. He was a young thing, probably no more than six centuries old. That might sound old, but it wasn't for these creatures. His name was Lorian. Although if you heard Lapisian saying it, it would sound rather like a bark. Lorian was always late. He was late for work, where his job was firing the furnaces to craft ore into useful things. The Lapisian in charge had to dock his wages almost every week for lateness and grumbled that if he wasn't so good at his job, he'd have been out of work a long time ago. 
He was late for the evening songs, where the creatures gathered together in the fleeting dusks to howl at the skies, and his friends were used to him turning up as the last notes ebbed on the breeze. And when chimes signalled it was time to retreat away from the sun, he was the last down the ladders, and everyone was sure he'd be squashed one day as he dawdled on the surface as the forces became stronger. It all came to a head one steamy summer's day. The ladders in the caverns were very ancient, and the one close to where Lorian lived was rusting and cracked. Lorian was given the job of shaping the ore into a new ladder out of the planet's ore, which he did, slowly. Weeks passed, and the job still wasn't complete. The chimes signalled a gravity rush was coming, and the creatures poured down the mine only to find... Disaster. The old ladder crumbled and broke under their feet, Those halfway down tumbled into the caverns, bumping their heads quite badly, and those at the surface began to panic. That ladder should have been here weeks ago, cried one. Lorian, we can't get down. We're all going to get squashed and it's all thanks to you. Angry cries rose around Lorian, who was feeling desperately sorry. He hadn't got the job done in time, and now they were all in danger. Quick, said someone. Grab a rope, tie it to something, and we can lower ourselves down. It was a good idea, and a rope was quickly found, but what to tie it on? The shaft to the cavern was in an open field, not even a shrub to tie anything to. What on earth could they do? I'll hold the rope, said Lorian, quietly. It's my fault. I'll lower you all down. The others gasped. But what about you? You'll be squashed. We have so little time. Lorian shrugged. Oh... I'll I'll jump down if I can. They looked at each other, full in the knowledge that no one could survive such a drop. But there wasn't time to talk about it anymore. Lorian lashed the rope around his waist. He found the increase of gravity that was beginning to settle around them, glued his feet firm and steady to the ground. One by one, Lorian lowered the Lapisians down the mine. One after another as the surge of gravity became ever stronger, like a thick wind bearing down on them. The final Lapisian made the journey, and Lorian prepared to jump. He braced himself, but then the gravity became too strong, and he fell to the ground. He feared the worst, as the gravity rush pushed down on his back, but it didn't seem to be getting any worse. Face down, the gravitational waves were almost like a rather nice massage, After a few minutes, the rush began to ebb away, and Lorian burst into laughter. The chimes declared the rush had passed, and the curious Lapisians began to emerge from the cavern, climbing up the rope. It was fair to say they expected to see a squidgy lump where Lorian had been, but no, there he was, solid and steady, definitely not squidgy, and he was laughing his head off like a hyena. It was perplexing. The folklore was quite clear on the matter and drawn up by astronomers and physicists of the highest calibre, but it seemed to be wrong. Physics? Physics hasn't changed? It's, 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 it's impossible, shouted one bewildered Lapisian uh, to a crowd of exclamations in agreement. What if it's not physics that has changed? What if it's us 
who have changed, said Lorian. Ridiculous! Impossible! came the jeers. But then a thoughtful-looking Lorisian called Lolo held up her hand and quietened the crowd. It is possible. After all, we have been on this planet for many millions of years, and the folklore must have been created almost as soon as the planet came into being. We've evolved. Perhaps an earlier type of Larisian would have succumbed to the rush, but perhaps now... But I guess now we are strong enough to withstand it. Imagine how different our lives will be if this proves to be the case. After a great deal of investigation and some rather nail-biting experiments with some very brave volunteers, over the next series of rushes, it was determined that they had indeed changed as a race and wouldn't need to retreat to the caverns ever again. They were very happy about this, as those caverns were rather gloomy and cold. And Lorian went from laughing stock to being the hero of the day. His lateness had, in the end, helped to draw to a close the rush to the shafts, and so the creatures could continue to work, rest, and play on the surface of their beautiful planet, from the impossibly green rainforests to the deep blue seas. And even if he continued to be late, which he was, they were so grateful that they didn't even tell him off. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 